Good evening, everybody. Welcome. The crowd is a little light this evening for obvious reasons. A lot of people have headed toward the hills for cooler weather. Anyway, I thought I had a nice little homily prepared for this evening, and then realized this morning that if I gave the homily as, as I had written it in my head, I realized that it would be, that there was a, an elephant right in the middle of the floor and that was walking around him. And I'm sure that you know who the elephant is just as well as I do. That is, the elephant is, of course, the event that happened uh, this past week, earlier in the week, at uh, Uvalde uh, in Texas. That is where 19 small children and two adults were murdered. So we've all heard the news. You put yourself in their situation. You put yourself in the situation of those poor little children uh, in the classroom and knowing that calling for help and not getting it and how awful it must have been for them just to be destroyed, to be life torn away from them in an instant. Then we think about the parents and the parents having to, to identify those children. And it was said that some of them were hardly, were hardly able to identify them. They were sort of destroyed. So just a, a horrible, horrible event. And you know, you say to yourself, well, where, where, do we, where do we go from here? And keep in mind also, of course, that this event is not an isolated event. I read in the paper, it said that there have been 27 different shooting experiences in schools uh, since the beginning of this year. And if that's not enough, then you go back to, you remember, you, you recall Sandy Hook, which was in, it was in Connecticut in, um, it was in 2016, where, again, just 20 children and six adults were again destroyed in an instant. And of course, since that time, uh, over the last year or two, uh, we've heard different proposals in terms of what needs to happen uh, like uh, that these, the, these rifles, these assault rifles need, need to be banned, for example. Uh, we've heard other people say that um, we need to have more, more security everywhere. And we've heard other people say that um, we need better, a better mental health situation in our country. Those are all suggestions, I'm sure, that, that have some validity. But it seems to me that the problem is, is a more fundamental problem. Uh, I think the problem has a lot to do with, uh, not, just with not just with social issues, but it's sort of at the end of the day, it's probably a religious problem. That is, I think of what's at stake, personally, I feel this, what's at stake really is the dignity and the value of human life and how it has become so cheapened uh, 
over the last 10, 20, 30, 40 years. Life is expendable in so many instances, starting, starting in the womb and all the way right up to old age. And even if you read the paper here in Orlando, and I'm a paper reader, believe it or not, even though you can read it in five minutes, but even the paper, uh, you know, from day to day, at nighttime, here in Orlando, the amount of people who were shot uh, almost on a daily basis. And you say to yourself, well, what's, what's, go what's going on here? Or where do, where do, again, where do we go from here? What's the, what's the answer to all of this? And I think that perhaps, and it also, of course, has to do with, with who God is. That, you know, God is for so many people. And I can even go back like 50 years where everybody, like when I came to, this, to the States first, every family seemed to go to Mass on a Sunday. And now uh, Mass is no longer, church is no longer a priority. God is no, lo no longer a priority. So it's a, it's a huge issue. And I think that if there's any solution to it, it has to be a spiritual solution. You know, um, somebody said to me in relationship to this yesterday, it's a pity that Jesus left on, on, on uh, Ascension Thursday. If he stayed around a little longer, uh, all kinds of things, good things could have happened. But the bottom line is Jesus accomplished his mission while he was here on earth. His mission was to die and rise, to, to offer us the possibility of eternal life. So that's what his mission was about, but also it wasn't, it wasn't just that. Like even though he was leaving, he, he, reminded, he reminded his disciples, I'm not leaving you alone, that I will be with you. Uh, you will receive power from on high. I will be with you in my spirit. So in other words, he gave the spirit to the church meaning the individuals who are there. And he said that spirit would be with them forever. The church in this instance, of course, uh, is the present church. Those of us who are here, those of us who are not here this evening. And to what extent do we ever ponder the fact that God's spirit has been given to us? That God's spirit has been given to me? You know, if you take the time to read the story of the Acts of the Apostles, uh, which is like volume two of Luke's gospel, time and again, when, when the early disciples made decisions, they always made them in relationship to the Holy Spirit. They'd say something like the Holy Spirit and us together made this decision. So when is the Holy Spirit really present in your life? Well, the Holy Spirit really, it's, he's very much sort of concerned with, if you are really trying to, to, if you have met Christ and you're really trying to live his mission in your life to the best of your ability, then if you're attempting to do that, you can be quite sure that his spirit is with you on all occasions. And in other words, really his message to us is, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid to speak out. Do not be afraid to tell other people about Jesus. Do not be afraid to tell them that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. 
we all have that responsibility, but so often we sort of we sort of shy away from it because we think we don't have the we don't have the wording or the, the necessary words to say. But Jesus said he said that to, to his disciples while he was still alive. He says when you're even when you're hauled into a court, he says, don't worry about what you're to say or how you are to say it, because the words that you need to say will be given to you. So in other words, I suppose what I'm trying to say is with regard to, with regard to the present malaise in, in our country, I mean, if, it's ever going to, if we're ever going to at least take a stab at making a difference, we have to do it together. This is what the church is, is about. It's human beings together under the guidance of the Spirit continuing on the work of Christ on earth. Now, in saying all of that here this evening, I sort of realize that in some ways I'm speaking to the choir. I'm speaking to the ones who are here all the time. It's the ones who are not here who perhaps need to hear that message even more. But if nothing else, you have a responsibility to do your best and also to other people who, who are not coming to church to remind them to remind them they should be here and they should be, again, they're part of the community and when they're absent from the community, that the community suffers in the process. That's the end of my message for this evening, but it's a real heart-wrenching message when you think about it, okay? That there's, there's sort of, in our country today, there is a tremendous light, a tremendous light of respect for the human person, for who he or she is. And if, we're, if, if ever a change is going to happen in that regard, then it's our responsibility as individuals and as a community to do something about it. Amen.